I'm Rene Ritchie, and I'm watching Apple's October 2020 event live. And this is my real-time analysis of the iPhone 12 Pro Max. Let's do this. Sponsored by CuriosityStream with Nebula. And we've got Greg Joswiak, who's telling us all about it. He was previously the vice president of product marketing at Apple. And when Phil Schiller moved on to Apple Fellow, Jaws became a senior vice president of just worldwide product marketing. So he's taken the Phil Schiller slot this year. And as expected, as widely rumored, as lusted, long lusted after, it's got the stainless steel band around the side, the very iPhone 4 style band. And they've got silver, graphite, uh, gold, and a new Pacific blue. So not midnight green, but Pacific blue. And like they did with the Apple Watch, they've got a real gold, like 18 karat gold uh, coating on the stainless steel this time. So at least they'll match, but it's really, really way more Kardashian. Kardashian, I can never get, I can never tell them apart. Um, look this year. And like the regular iPhone, you've got everything they previously announced already, which includes the ceramic shield display, that new MagSafe charger. And they've taken the regular Pro to 6.1 inches and the Pro Max from 6.5 to 6.7 inches. And most of that comes from the displays. The bezel's getting smaller, the display is getting bigger, although the devices themselves are slightly bigger as well. And again, Pro Display XDR on these. And here we're getting into the A14, what Apple hasn't talked about before, not with the iPad Air, not with the regular iPhone, and that's the image signal processor. So we've got the new version of Deep Fusion, which hits the neural engine for pixel by pixel processing to really, I mean, people will joke and call it sweater mode, but really it's just about getting high detail and low noise. And to do that, it's just hitting all the compute engines of the A14, CPU, GPU, and neural engine. It's, it's gonna be hitting all of the cameras now on the iPhone uh, 12 Pro, including the front-facing camera this year. So you'll you'll get great looking everything, textures, yes, sweaters on your selfies, as well as your LCs. 12 megapixel ultra wide camera, f2.4, five element lens, uh, wide camera, f1.6 with seven element lens, 27% more light on that. 52 millimeter telephoto, 12 megapixel f2.0 with 4X optical zoom, but Apple's counting that from the wide angle to the telephoto, so we're not getting a boost, the boost that I really wanted at least, off the telephoto alone, which, alas. We have Andrew Fernandez, who's a manager of the camera systems engineering team, telling us about uh, the, new, the new cameras on the Max. And yeah, it looks like the rumors were true, and the iPhone 12 Pro Max is getting better, better camera system, a better camera system in general, than the regular iPhone 12 Pro, which I, I always wish that that wasn't the case. I wish I could just pick the screen size and that'd be it. But if Apple can pack more features into the bigger one, I always want the most features I can get. So that sort of pushes me back into the max. And you have a 65 millimeter focal length now on the telephoto, which moved up from 52. So you get longer framing, uh, more of a portrait, more of a portrait look. I'm a huge fan of 50 millimeter uh, but this is more in between the 50 miller tending towards the 80 millimeter. And it'll go from 5X now on ultra wide, 5X from ultra wide to telephoto. So now you have a 40, that 47% larger uh, 1.7 micron. So it gets this huge 87% boost in low light, which I think is probably the biggest ever. And to stabilize it, they've got this new system that uses 
sensor shift now. So instead of the sensor and the lens trying to cancel the, the motion out, this just has the entire sensor uh, being held stable. So it gives you slightly better, it gives you less complexity and slightly better quality. And they get a, a full f-stop increase in light gathering just because of how long they can keep the aperture open. Uh, two full seconds now, it sounds like. And we have Alok Deshpanda, who's senior manager, camera software engineering, and they're and he's announcing Apple Pro Raw, which is sounds like it's intending to give the flexibility of raw with the power of computational photography. And it's coming later this year, sort of like how Deep Fusion did previously and how Depth Effects did back with the iPhone 7. So uh, not ready yet, but will be ready in the near future. So what they're doing is using a new image pipeline that takes the elements of the ISP pipeline and creates a deep image file. And they are fast enough with the A14 to do this. So basically it sounds like they're just taking the process that they go through, which image signal processor, the computational photography pipeline and preserving all of the steps. So instead of just baking that in and giving you a final file, they're preserving all those steps so that you have the ability to adjust those later. So if you're happy with it, you get all the benefits from it. You don't have to sort of reinvent the wheel or, or try to do something that a human can't possibly do after the fact, but you still will have the ability to edit it in the Photos app and I'm guessing in other apps as soon as they add the capabilities. In terms of video recording, Apple is bringing HDR high dynamic range, 10-bit high dynamic range to be, to be precise about it, 700 million colors with the video system, which is 60 times more than the DCI-P3 that they did previously. And because the display has been HDR for a while now, you'll be able to see that as you capture it. And it'll record it in Dolby Vision HDR, which I can't even imagine the compute power from the A14, but it's all going right through the ISP, generating a histogram so the iPhone can apply the Dolby Vision system to it in 4K at 60 frames per second in real time. And as someone who's messed around with HDR recording in the past, this kind of just blows my mind because I need a ton of equipment to do this, you know, big cameras, big compute to do this. And it looks like Apple is even letting you apply filters to this, which means that they're regenerating the Dolby Vision profile, the the sort of dynamic metadata that goes, that makes what's what makes Dolby Vision so much different than just HDR10, where HDR10 will have sort of one opinion of the video. It'll have metadata that spans across the video. What you start with is what you end with. There's no ability to adjust according to what is in the video. And that's what makes Dolby Vision so great. And I think HDR10 Plus does this as well, where it's it really is section of video by section of video optimized for each of those sections. And that just results in a, a much better video than HDR10 by itself ever could. Now, of course, it remains to be seen what you can do with this Dolby Vision video. I have so many questions about how we can present this beyond just the iPhone, like YouTube specifically. How will I do this on YouTube? Now we have Francesca Sweet from the iPhone marketing team who's talking to us about LiDAR because just like the 2020 iPad Pro, the iPhone 12 Pro has the light detection and ranging system, which basically measures how long it takes light to project out of the device, be reflected by objects and come back and then ingest that and sort of 
understand the environment around you, building a depth map, like a 3D model of whatever is in the room or the outdoor environment that's around you. And we've already seen that with the iPad Pro, just how fast it is at locking on to AR environments and then just how precise it is in placing objects into three-dimensional augmented reality worlds. So just basic benefits are like autofocus in low light, faster capture in low light, and that includes low light night mode portraits, which Google announced with the Pixel 5 previously, but they're using generations old sensor technology. They're just applying really good algorithms to it. And Apple, again, is integrating the hardware and the software. They're using LiDAR and their image signal processor and their algorithms. And yeah, it remains to be seen how well Apple's algorithms compare to Google's. But I wish Google would take a page from this book and really show off what they can do with good hardware and good software. And this feels like just the beginning of LiDAR. I think there is a lot more that Apple is working towards with this system, especially on the augmented reality side of that system. But either they're not ready to show us that yet, or they've got other stuff uh, coming up in the future that they're saving that sort of stuff for. And for those keeping track at home, yes, it looks like JAWS is just winning the traditional EDIQ shirt showdown uh, by default this year. As you can probably tell from my voice, I'm incredibly excited about all of this imaging technology. This is just next level stuff. As much as I'm sort of wicked eye rolling at all the 5G things, like I think the 5G stuff is great. It's just not going to arrive for many of us for a long time. But all of this, all of this silicon, all of these optics are arriving as soon as the phone arrives. And that to me is the really the big headlines, the big features, the big effects uh, of these announcements. And in terms of pricing, while the iPhone 12 pricing did go up, uh, you know, the mini is now the price of the regular and the regular is 100 bucks more. Apple is holding the line on iPhone 12 pricing, even with these bigger displays, even with 5G. They're $999 for the iPhone 12 Pro and $1099 for the iPhone 12 Pro Max. So exactly the same price as last year, as the year before. Apple's just eating the costs when it comes to this model. And similar to the iPhone 12, the iPhone, the 6.1 inch iPhone 12 Pro will be available for pre-order almost immediately this Friday, but the iPhone 12 Pro Max will be available pre-order November 6. Now, I'm gonna upload my thoughts on the entire event from good morning to have a great day to Nebula. That's the streaming video platform I'm building alongside thoughtful, educationy creators like Jordan Harrod, TechAlter, Thomas Frank, Epos Vox, Polymatter, Braincraft, Jenny Ma, Legal Eagle, and just so many more, because it's a place where we don't need to worry about rate limits or demonetization or the tyranny of click-through rates or watch time or algorithms, even ads. Yeah, ads. You can find all of my videos there completely ad-free and sometimes with bonus content. For example, you can get both the video and audio version of my new podcast with Georgia Dow, Apple Talk. Not only the Apple topic and the general tech topic, but a special bonus topic as well. And like I said, just the full version of this Apple event video. So I know what you're thinking. What does this have to do with CuriosityStream? Well, as the go-to source for the absolute best documentaries on the internet, they love educational content and thoughtful creators. And so we worked out this deal where if you sign up for CuriosityStream with the link in the description, not only will you get CuriosityStream, but you'll also get a Nebula subscription for free. And 
for a limited time, CuriosityStream is offering 26% off all of their annual plans. And 26% off is just the best deal you'll find anywhere. So click the link in the description and get both CuriosityStream and Nebula for 26% off. Or you can go to curiositystream.com slash Rene It's a great way to support this channel and educational, thoughtful content directly for just $14.79 a year, a year. Just click on the link in the description or go to curiositystream.com slash And clicking on that link just really helps out the channel. For a ton more on the iPhone 12 and just everything else Apple is launching this fall, hit the subscribe button and bell and click on the playlist above. I've already got a bunch of hands-on and reviews on a bunch of products with just way more to come. So click on the playlist and see you next video.